Welcome to a special episode of the Apple Insider Podcast. We're going to be recapping Apple's far out event where it announced brand new iPhone, AirPods Pro 2, and Apple Watch Series 8, in addition to a new model, Apple Watch Ultra. We're going to get to all of that. And this special episode is brought to you by our friends at iMazing and Collide. You'll hear about them in a moment. Tim Cook opened the pre-recorded event telling us they're going to be focusing on three products, the iPhone, AirPods, and Apple Watch. He really focused on the continuity aspect and then launched into a video highlighting some of the survival and use cases of the Apple Watch. People whose lives were saved, either health cases or accidents where Apple Watch really made the difference. Then they went into announcing the Apple Watch Series 8. Design-wise, it's very similar to the Apple Watch Series 7, but there is a new temperature sensor built in. Apple focused on the ovulation and cycle tracking as the main feature for this new temperature sensor. They also discussed the importance of privacy in health data, especially it's a big deal for women's health. The new Apple Watch Series 8 also has new crash detection. This is unique to the Series 8 because it has a new three-axis gyroscope and a high G-force accelerometer built into the watch. There's also a new low power mode coming to Apple Watch, and this will be available from Apple Watch Series 4 and above once watchOS 9 is released. Apple Watch Series 5 and newer will also get international data roaming, but the new Apple Watch Series 8 comes in aluminum, four color finishes, midnight, starlight, silver, and red, and there are three steel finishes, silver, gold, and graphite. There is no titanium or ceramic material for Apple Watch Series 8 because titanium is now reserved for Apple Watch Ultra, and we'll get to that in a moment. You can actually pre-order Apple Watch Series 8 today, and it's available September 6th. Starts at $399.00. With cellular connectivity, it starts at $499. Apple still has some Hermes models and some unique Hermes bands available. Apple also announced the Apple Watch SE Generation 2. that comes in three colors, silver, midnight, and starlight. Similar design to the previous Apple Watch SE, but it does come with the new S8 chip. That same S8 chip will be found in Apple Watch Series 8. They highlighted family setup again, and the new Apple Watch SE will get the crash detection the same as Apple Watch Series 8. Apple Watch SE starts at $249 and $299 with cellular. But the big new announcement for Apple Watch is the Apple Watch Ultra. We had lots of rumors and leaks before the event about this. Many thought it would be called the Apple Watch Pro, but Apple has used the Ultra naming convention. This is a new design for the Apple Watch. Apple Watch Ultra only comes with the titanium material and only the 49 millimeter size. So this is larger than the 45 millimeter Apple Watch Series 7 and Series 8. The new Apple Watch Ultra is really geared towards athletes and outdoor adventure seekers, explorers, even divers. It has a brighter display, an additional action button on the left side. On the right side, there's a protrusion with a larger digital crown and the button that you've had on Apple Watches before. And then the action button is opposite on the left side. Because it's meant for outdoors, there is also an extra speaker built into the Apple Watch and a three microphone array. That extra speaker actually allows you to send a distress signal that can be heard for a good distance if you're outdoors hiking and have an accident. It also has the biggest battery found in an Apple Watch. Apple is claiming there is 36 hours of battery life and and there will be a new battery optimization setting that will allow Apple Watch Ultra to last for 60 hours if you have a multi-day adventure. There's some new Apple Watch faces, including a Wayfinder face specifically for Apple Watch Ultra. Lots of complications for compass and wayfinding points of interest. There's also a night mode that you can enable just by rolling the digital crown, and it's geared to work with night vision goggles. 
There are three new bands specifically made for Apple Watch Ultra, the Alpine Loop, Trail Loop, and the Ocean Band. Each one is specifically made for different kinds of outdoor activities, like the Ocean Band can actually fit over a wetsuit. It's made for that, made to not fall off the wrist. And as far as I could tell, those are the only bands available for Apple Watch Ultra right now. Because it was available to order right after the event, I did place my pre-order in, but you cannot get a Solo Loop or other traditional Apple Watch bands in the new 49 millimeter size. Only the three Apple Watch Ultra bands, Alpine, Trail, and Ocean, are available for the Ultra model. It does have improved GPS with both L1 and L5 GPS sensors. And there's even a new depth app that will automatically launch when Apple Watch Ultra senses that you are diving. It has a WR100 rating and the Apple Watch Ultra can go 130 feet down into the water. It even provides diving metrics. You can order Apple Watch Ultra and Series 8 today. The Apple Watch Ultra starts at $799, which was typical for the Apple Watch Edition models previously, or if you wanted to get a titanium finish in Series 7. So pricing has stayed pretty consistent with that titanium finish. It will be available September 23rd. That's a week later than Apple Watch Series 8 and Apple Watch SE, which are both available September 16th. As we expected, Apple also announced AirPods Pro 2. Not huge changes here, but they do get a new H2 chip, and Apple said there's a new audio driver built into the AirPods Pro 2, and you can even use the True Depth camera on your iPhone to create a personalized spatial audio experience. It will map your ear canal and ear shape and customize spatial audio for you. Apple is saying the active noise cancellation abilities of AirPods Pro 2 is two times better than the previous model. So two times more noise canceling capability. They also come with an extra small size ear tip, which is new this year. And there are new touch or swipe controls on the AirPods Pro 2. So not only can you squeeze the stem to enact things like Siri, play and pause, but you can actually swipe up and down the stem as a touch capacitive layer to raise or lower volume. They sport longer battery life, up to six hours of listening, 30 hours with the case, and the AirPods Pro 2 case is vastly improved. There's actually a U1 chip in the case that allows you to use precision finding, and there's even a speaker built into the case. So you can have it make a sound. Let's say you dropped it in your couch or lost it in your house. You can have it make a sound and use precision finding. Really welcome feature. We had talked about this on previous episodes. So glad they put that U1 chip in there. You can also use an Apple Watch charger or a MagSafe charger to charge the AirPods Pro 2 case. There's also a little bar where you can attach a lanyard to the AirPods Pro 2 case. They're available to order Friday, September 9th, and will be available September 23rd for $249. And now before we get to the big event of iPhone 14 and 14 Pro, let's thank our friends at iMazing. iMazing is the Swiss army knife of iOS device management for Mac and Windows that delivers unparalleled access to features and capabilities that Apple doesn't provide. I've used iMazing a ton in the past. And listen, even if it's not for you, if you have friends and family members, maybe with older Apple devices, and they want to get some files or media off their older iPad and iPhone, iMazing is the tool to do it. Amazing is the most powerful local backup solution for iPhone and iPad, including support for time machine-like snapshots and automatic backups over Wi-Fi. You can transfer music between your iOS device and any computer without limitation, and it's the best way to move files from your computer to your iPad or iPhone with quick transfer, a free feature of iMazing. One click, drag and drop is all it takes to get any file into any iOS supported app on your device. And you can even browse and export iPhone messages or WhatsApp conversations to a PDF, Excel, or plain text for safekeeping or compliance purposes. And since iOS 16 lets you edit and even undo send messages, you probably want that export conversation feature. Plus there's advanced tools for geeks and developers, extract log files, view the device's real-time console, and more. iMazing is constantly updated with new features, and it's crafted in Switzerland by Apple fans who enjoy supporting the latest iOS, iPadOS, and macOS features. You can try it for free and get a special discount when you click that link in the episode description. That's iMazing.com and click the link so they know you came from us. 
Our thanks to iMazing for sponsoring this episode and our friends at Collide. If you're considering a third-party audit like SOC2 or ISO 2701, then you should be prepared to answer some tough questions about endpoint security. Auditors want to know that you have a system in place to monitor and maintain compliance across your fleet, which means showing that your employees are using things like disk encryption, screen lock, and password managers. If you're not even sure how to go about proving all that, then you need Collide. Collide is an endpoint security tool for Mac, Windows, and Linux devices that does things MDMs can't, and it gives you the visibility you need to meet your third-party and internal compliance goals. Best of all, Collide doesn't resort to surveilling employees or locking down devices. Instead, it works with end users to resolve issues and relies on their cooperation and informed consent. You can meet your security goals and pass your audit without compromising on privacy. Visit collide.com slash appleinsider to find out how. That's Collide with a K. And if you follow that link, they'll hook you up with a goodie bag just for activating a free trial. You get free stuff, free trial. You can't lose. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash Apple Insider. Collide.com slash Apple Insider. Our thanks to Collide and Amazing for sponsoring this special episode. Apple then moved on to iPhone 14 and 14 Pro. As rumored, the iPhone 14 now has a larger size. It will come in the regular 6.1 inch screen size and the new iPhone 14 Plus. They brought back that Plus naming and there is definitely no iPhone 14 mini. Sorry, mini fans. No more mini. You just get the 6.1 and 6.7 inch sizes for the 14. Apple said there's a new internal design, but exterior wise, it looks very similar to the iPhone 13. Of course, if you get the larger size, that would be different. Ceramic Shield technology on the front comes in five colors, Midnight Starlight. There's a light blue, light purple, and product red. But also, as rumored, the iPhone 14 will only sport the A15 Bionic, which is last year's chip. The A16 is reserved just for the iPhone 14 Pro. The regular iPhone 14 will still have the 12 megapixel camera, although it is slightly improved with an f1.4 aperture. And the front-facing camera on iPhone 14, also an improved 12 megapixel sensor with f1.9 and autofocus pixels. Apple announced a new photonic engine feature, which will enhance the image processing on all future iPhones and really improve the low light photography. There's also a new video stabilization mode that Apple is calling action mode. So if you're running around doing some sports, you can turn on action mode and it will work even more to stabilize the video using the full sensor to capture video and then cropping it down to make an even smoother video. Apple also announced that they are removing the SIM card tray from US models of the iPhone. Apple is going all in on eSIMs, electronic SIMs, which you can get from many different carriers and providers. And the iPhone can even store multiple eSIMs. You can quickly transfer cellular plans. But as far as the US models, no more SIM tray. Now the crash detection that was announced with the Apple Watch Series 8 and Ultra is also available on iPhone 14. A new gyroscope and G-Force accelerometer that allows for crash detection on the watch is built into the iPhone. And the long rumored SOS satellite connectivity was announced here for iPhone 14 and 14 Pro. Apple spent a good amount of time talking about this satellite SOS feature. It is not made for continual communication or conversation, but when you enable the emergency SOS via satellite, your iPhone will actually show you where to point your iPhone and keep it pointed at a satellite. It needs that line of sight to really be able to work properly. And once it's connected to a satellite, it will actually walk you through the steps of your emergency. Who's injured? Is it you? Is it someone else? What kind of injury is it? and then it will send a message to emergency services. Find My features also work over this satellite connectivity. Apple said this satellite SOS is only gonna be available in the US and Canada right now, and it's free for two years with the purchase of an iPhone 14. So it's unclear what the cost will be after two years or ongoing. Finally, Apple did say that Fitness Plus will be available to iPhone users even if you don't have an Apple Watch in the near future. And the iPhone 14 starts at $799, and for the Plus, the larger model, it will be $899. So Apple kept that $799 starting price from the 13 to the 14. 
You can pre-order it Friday, September 9th, and it will be available September 16th. But if you want that larger iPhone 14 Plus model, that will be available October 7th. Still pre-order it this Friday, September 9th. Finally, Apple rounded out the event with the iPhone 14 Pro. The 14 Pro comes in four colors, black, silver, gold, and a deep purple. I'll be honest, I was kind of hoping for a green color, but purple is kind of the one color you get this year in addition to gold. And like the rumor stated, we now have a pill shape over the front-facing camera and Face ID sensors instead of a notch. Apple announced that for the first time, they actually put the proximity sensor behind the display. That's the sensor that when you hold your iPhone up to your ear, like if you're on a phone call, that it turns the screen off. That proximity sensor is now behind the display, and they're calling this pill shape the dynamic island. That is Apple's fancy word for this pill shape, but they are actually utilizing it for interactions and notifications. You can see lots of video examples during the Apple event where live activities like ongoing notifications, whether it's for an Uber or a food delivery service, that they can actually take advantage of that dynamic pill shape or dynamic island. And it can even change and adapt to different shapes depending on what's going on. If you have music playing or a timer going, it will actually appear in that dynamic island area. Apple also announced improvements to the display of the iPhone 14 Pro. It's brighter, there's thinner bezels, and it goes up to 1600 nits, which is the same as Pro Display XDR, even 2000 nits of peak brightness for HDR content. And because of the improved display and A16 Bionic, we now have an always-on display for the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Apple said the adaptive refresh screen on the iPhone 14 Pro can go all the way down to 1 hertz to save battery life, and you can still see your widgets there on the lock screen, and will actually dim your wallpaper. It doesn't remove the wallpaper completely, so it's not a black screen when the iPhone is in that standby mode. You still see your wallpaper, it's just slightly dimmed, and then you can see live activities and other widgets there on the always-on display. Comes with the new A16 Bionic chip. This is a four nanometer process chip, two high performance cores for high efficiency, has the neural engine, 17 trillion operations per second. Basically this chip is super fast, has 50% more memory bandwidth, and it goes to help that LTPO always-on display. And that A16 is going to help with some of the photography improvements because iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max now has a 48 megapixel camera sensor for its main or wide camera lens. This 48 megapixel sensor is a quad pixel sensor. Apple is saying there's two times the low light improvement. And because it's 48 megapixels, they've now brought back a 2X zoom mode, which is actually that 48 megapixel sensor cropped down to 12 megapixels like you would have on your iPhone 13 Pro right now. So when you're in the camera app, you actually have a 0.5X for ultra wide, 1X, 2X, and 3X all available to you when you're taking a picture. The new Photonic engine makes those low light photos even better. And overall, I think this is going to be one of the biggest camera updates for the iPhone in a long time. The iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max also gets the SOS via satellite features and car crash detection. The 14 Pro stays at the same starting price of $999 and the Pro Max starts at $1099. You can get those up to one terabyte. And if you're gonna be shooting ProRes video and Apple ProRAW 48 megapixel photos, you might wanna look at getting one of those higher storage iPhones. You can pre-order the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max on September 9th, and it will be available September 16th. The iPhone 13 actually stays in the lineup at $599, all the way down to the iPhone SE, which is $429. Overall, big event for Apple. Honestly, lots of the leaks and rumors were accurate leading up to the event. We had the always-on display, 48-megapixel camera sensor, and that brand-new Apple Watch. The naming was a little off. They didn't go with Apple Watch Pro. They went with Apple Watch Ultra. I'm curious where else that Ultra moniker will be used, as Apple seems to be gearing that for its high-end products, like M1 Ultra chip in the Mac Studio, and now the Apple Watch Ultra. We'll dive even deeper on all these announcements on Friday's episode of the Apple Insider Podcast. You can tune in, subscribe in Apple Podcasts. You can actually get it a 
little earlier, you can get it Thursday afternoon if you subscribe there or at patreon.com slash Apple Insider. And if you have any questions about the event or that you'd like on the show, you can tweet at me at Steven Robles. That link is in the show notes as well. Thanks again to our sponsors, iMazing and Collide. You can check them out in the show notes as well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.